What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, thank you for joining us here for the Red Hot Real Estate Show with our friend Mimi Shoneman, the host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. How's it going over there? Good. How are you? I am outstanding. I already started the conversation. You look like a pecan Whoa. pie. Oh, you! I do I have some good, some good fall mm-hmm. colors. I, I like fall. I know I'm not a summer person, but I am a fall gal. Yes. I do like fall. So I do also love my friend over here from Cross Country Mortgage. Hello, Mr. Phil Olson. How's it good going over morning. there? Phil, can we please get your NMLS number out of the way, please? NMLS two three eight one zero three. Company NMLS eight zero three zero nine five and. For those that want to give me a call and ask me a question here this week, call me at 651-238-6748. Mimi, hi, I thought you were my friend. How are you going to do me like that and bring up pecan pie? Because you know I took that off my diet. <laughs> I, made, of the sugar oh, can- I took it off. It's too much sugar. I made pecan <laughs> cobbler, oh, pecan see. apple cobbler. It's my boy's 20th birthday today. Oh, see, that's fair. Congratulations So I baked this morning, and I'm not a baker. You can't do that before Thanksgiving? Yes, you can. No. If that's what somebody wants for their, you know, you mean I can't change my diet? Oh, no. You know what? I did a pretty good job of updating a bunch of my recipes so that I no longer Mm. feel like they're going to give me heart failure, but we still have them. I took some effort, but I got it. Really? Mm-hmm. So we're still going to have all the stuff, but I am but no you... longer murdering myself and my loved ones by okay. making some of these things. I can't wait to make my favorite Thanksgiving stuffing. Ooh. Ooh. See, it's going to be a good time. Mm. Mimi, uh, what about you? I know you were doing some new um, foyers into not necessarily baking lately, but you were doing some other stuff. How did your sauerkraut um <laughs> Turn yeah, out because that, we had, that, see, that was a couple shows ago. Exactly. We haven't talked about we have, it. So you I know, just want to know how it went. Okay. It was it was not good. Oh no. Oh, no. It, it ended Never up salvageable. You just had to just compost just, it all. So I couldn't even bring myself to eat it. <laughs> I, you know, Why? I don't know. It didn't, you didn't look, even try it. It didn't try it. It, it didn't look right. Well, it, it should but be brown. Wrong. It was brown. brown and I don't know. And briny looking. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna try it again sometime when I've really got the time. To, to give it what it needs to, to have. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it's going to be, um, mul- well, not mulch, but fertilizer. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You're going to get, so you put that yeah. in your compost. You it's in yeah. compost. Sure. I'm okay. You could do I, that. You could do that. That makes yeah. me feel better about yeah. some of the, the experiments I do with, that with and, produce sometimes. That and the other 15 heads of cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> and now you know. You, you got start, lots of cabbage? Well, no, she so, did. Oh, y'all. Don't buy 15. No. Don't buy the bag of 15 no. at Minneapolis Farmer's Market. No, no she that's never done much. it. She needed three. I needed like one. <laughs> and so, oh, okay. but you but got, you got the jars got a, now. You got all of the stuff. I got a good deal on it. You know, I don't feel I don't feel horrible about it. And you're, you're you sending know. it back no, into the right. environment. Needed, you're good. I needed an assistant to help me. Somebody who's done it before. Yes. Because oh. I was like just, you know, reading and doing it because I thought that I was competent like that. No, no, but you are. And I appreciate you trying that. And that's what we all are encouraging a lot of people. If you were scared to try a thing, just figure out what you can do. Get the right resource and give it a shot because... Well, that's what we are to our listeners. Here's what I what they're think, scared about. What I think I did wrong hmm. for starters is I don't think I had enough brine. I don't think I munched it down as far as it needed to go. And people told me I should have put a plate on it for weight. Yes. Yep. And I didn't do that. 
Um, I think if I would have done that and it would have been submerged more, then it might would have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but now, but no, I appreciate you. You troubleshot it. You're going to give it a shot again. I, think I, that's I will try it do. again because I, I love sauerkraut. Yes. Mm. Love it. And it's Nothing. good for you. All of those fermented nope. foods, and you need a little bit in your system anyway. How do you say sauerkraut in German? <laughs> sauerkraut? Um, das ist Kraut. Oh. Das ist Kraut. Okay. Das ist Kraut. Blaukraut. Grünes Kraut. Um, I had some people say that they were really impressed that you were fluent in German. Oh, oh nice. Well, mm-hmm. well, well, that's cool. And well, let's wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving all. In German. Danke für geben, aber das gibt Das gibt nicht den Feier. Yeah, but they don't do Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving over there. Das, <laughs> yes, I das, know. Das yeah. ist nicht richtig. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a what? It's not right. It's not, oh, right. not right. Nick, we're Rick the D? only people that do that kind of thing. And yeah. it's wow. fine. I'm fine. Mm, okay. No. Fine. <laughs> All right. Well, we are a real estate show. Believe yes. that or not. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, but we're also home related. And yeah. And and I mortgage. And what I was what I was trying to give you props for, Mimi, is that yes, you didn't get your you know you you didn't you weren't immediately successful at this thing, but you tried, and but so you, you didn't let fear stop you from trying to give this a shot. No, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm not afraid of it. But yeah. I will honestly say that the next time I do it, I will get a better food processor mm-hmm. than the one that I had. And like and, you said, maybe talk to a few people ahead of time, which yeah. is what we encourage people to do. If you've been out there scared about buying a house or what you're going to do, or I got this house. And my mom helped me get it, and I don't know how to do it by myself, and I don't want to sell it. All of those things that you're scared about, yes, that's what you do, is that we have resources here at the Red Hot Real Estate Shore that can help you unspool all of that fear. And it can only go so wrong yeah. if you have the right people that you can ask for support. Call Absolutely. us, folks. Any funky question you want to ask us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, any weird scenario. Right. Hey, we love those questions. Okay, exactly. so let's talk about, real quick, before we jump into real estate, what is your very favorite side dish for Thanksgiving? Oh, I make macaroni and cheese. That's your favorite? Yeah. That's all me. time. Yes, you gotta have all it. time. Gotta have the macaroni and cheese. Phil? It's gotta be my stuffing. Mm-hmm. 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 What about you? Okay, so I love a jello salad with pecans and pineapple. Okay. Mm. My mom made it. And I make it, and I bring it, and I'm the only one that eats it, and I don't care. But that's fine. <laughs> and is the jello cranberry? It is. Yeah, it will raspberry a, jello. Yeah, raspberry, mm-hmm. cranberry. Crushed pineapple yep. and pecans, and I love it. But I think that's part of the, the uh, I like the ritualistic nature of certain things when you look at that. And, and being able to have that tie that you had. My mom made it, mm-hmm. that's why I did it. You know, like I grew up, my grandma was the one that made the macaroni and cheese, so the fact that I ended up being the one in the family that was the best at making it is a sense of, you know, honor yeah. for me yeah. to go, You're, yeah, that's what I make, and the, that the family's like, no, 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 Shannon's going to make that. You want to take your Jello up a notch? I put... Cover it with marshmallows. No. And throw it underneath <laughs> the the range for the heat and brown the marshmallows. It's cold. It's a cold that's side okay. dish. That's okay. It'll be still cold. Listen. With the marshmallows. Oh. You know what he's doing? He's making you gourmet because you can either put it under the heat or you can get one of those cool yeah, butane right. torches oh, sure, and just, torch. and just yeah. torch it. You'd be so fancy. Yeah. Um, Listen here, Kentucky. And You'd I be forgot. so fancy. And more people would eat it. <laughs> No, they'd only eat it because they wouldn't know it was under it. Right. Yeah, right. that's so fun. I don't get to take it home. We just food. <laughs> you know, it's like, bowls. you know how embarrassing it is to pass your very favorite dish around and you watch and it's like, even your own husband won't take a dish yeah. out. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, come it's, on, it's man. It's bad when you go to the, the dinner table mm-hmm. and it's buffet style 
and everybody eats, and, and then you go back to the table, and there's this one dish. Is that your dish? It is. It's the one dish that nobody even tempted to eat. I'm coming to both your houses, and that's what I'm bringing. All right. That's okay. That's all right. But you just described it in a way. And maybe it's because we had the conversation right after we talked about sauerkraut. It does not sound appetizing. It is so good. It is good. And it's got Coke in it. Uh, Oh, Soda? Oh, yeah. Coke. Coke. Not like cocaine. Coke. I know. I mean, you say you got got to boil the Coca-Cola. And then you do it all the mixing. And that's what makes it so lovely. Yeah. Mm. All right. So what what are we going to talk about here today, (laughs) Mimi? Well, you know, we're going to go from a happy subject to a Debbie Downer right here. Debbie Downer. Lickety split. Yes. Um, All right. We're going to be talking about debts and what things that you would never imagine are debts that can get you into a pickle. And then we're going to talk about how you fix it. Sure. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. All right. You got any updates for us on mortgage? What happened this oh, week? Oh, this week. Rates got a little bit better again. We've seen rates now come down about a, a half to three quarters of a percent. Oh, uh, we did have uh, the CPI report come out. So inflation did come down a little. PCE came out, another, you know, gauge on inflation. And that stands for? Um, we'll come back with that. I, I forget. It's something. Yeah. Important. All yeah. right. So it came down. Rates got better. And rates so got better. That's fantastic. Yes. Y'all want to guess how many months of inventory we have when normal a balanced market is between five and six months of inventory? What is the Twin Cities Metro? Three point six. I was going to say two point five. Two point three. Oh, oh wow. okay. Yes. All right. Last year at this time it was two. Okay. Okay. So we're up fifteen percent year good. over mm-hmm. year. That's so that's good. good news. Our median sales price is three sixty six. Our price per square foot in the metro, and this is every category, uh two hundred and nine thousand. If you'd like to know what the price per square foot in your neighborhood for your exact type of of home, single family, condo, townhome, new construction. We can get all of that information for you. It's great. Our days on market are about uh, even from last year, 37 days on market. Mm-hmm. And we've got 8,449 homes for sale. All right. So when we come back from the break, Mr. Phil's going to kick us off and tell us all kinds of debt that you never knew you had. Right. We'll also open to taking your calls. You can get your voice in the room by calling us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon here with my friend Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also, our friend from Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson, encouraging you to call in. As we said, no question is too weird for us. If you have a real estate or mortgage related question, we'd love to have you go ahead and get your voice into the room at 651 641 1071. Okay, folks. Before we jump into debt, I'd like to remind everybody that they can shop for properties all day long, 24-7 at ViewGreaterMinneapolisHomes.com. You can actually request to see properties. You can request more information about property. You can request for to be connected with our great loan officer here, Mr. Phil Olson. Um, all kinds of great things. Again, it's ViewGreaterMinneapolisHomes.com. All right, Phil, you and I have been talking about debt and some of the things as, that you do as a professional professional loan uh, professional 
you see a lot of debt and you see a lot of categories of debt. And you and I were talking that there are lots of different uh, scenarios where people might not that they don't know that what they have is debt. So correct. Why don't you share? Let's kick that. All right. So let's just start off with one category, the car loan. All right. So I co-signed for a car loan for my daughter. Okay. And, but my daughter's been making the payments. So I hear this one all the time. Well, my, my, my daughter makes the payments. All right. Well, that's still considered your debt. What's the guideline? The guideline says that the da- we must prove that the daughter, prove that the daughter has made the truck loan 12 consecutive months, either with canceled checks or 12 months bank statements showing that they made the payment. So that it does not any longer count as your debt? You won't. It, you don't count. Let's say it's $450 a month. Yes. And you're saying, hey, my debt-to-income ratios are high, but my my daughter makes my car loan payment. Mm -hmm. Okay? All right. Well, that's considered a debt. Even though it's on your credit report, you're thinking somebody else makes the payment. Now, that also works with a mortgage. Okay. I buy a house, but somebody else is making the mortgage payment. Same thing applies. Same rule. How do you get in on that gig? Okay. You buy a house and somebody else pays for it. (laughs) <laughs> I, I've I've seen it where somebody else makes the mortgage payment. Y'all divorce, are not. You're not even situation. picking up where I'm going with this. No, yeah. we are. But well, I mean, it's like but we, we just didn't take it as a joke. But if you move out, yep. and you know, and so the wife or the husband is staying in the home. Yep. Let's let's give some examples of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a couple that is not divorced yet, but they're separated, and sometimes I've seen people separated for years. Right. And the spouse lives in the house. The husband's moved out. Husband took out the loan. All right. It's in his name. And guess what? He wants to buy another house. Ah. Guess what? Same rule applies. It is a debt. Even though the wife is making the payments, we have to prove that the wife is making those payments 12 consecutive months We have to get 12 months bank statements. And guess what? Getting a third party to give up 12 months bank statements to show that they've made the payment on time may not be possible. Right. Mm -hmm. That person may not be willing to do that. Now, let's go back to the car scenario. Now I got to get you in my business. Now, let's go back to the car scenario. Client says, my daughter's been making the payments for the last 12 months. We go through the bank statements and we notice in July... No payment was made by the daughter. And guess what? The borrower says, oh, yeah, that was the month she couldn't make the payment, so I made it. That is your liability now. Fair enough. Okay. All so right. 12 months, it has to be the yep. other party paying. Yep. Let's talk about another debt. We see this on bank statements all the time. Understand we pull a credit report. It's called a tri-merge credit report. Yes. TransUnion. Equifax, Experian. Understand there are vendors out there that don't report to the credit bureau. Okay. Let's talk about who those might be. Some examples. A small retailer, maybe. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, There's these companies that rent to own furniture. There you go. There's a good one. 
So you might go, so how do we know about that debt? Because when we look at the bank statements, remember, we need 60 days bank statements. And if we see a debt or a liability two times over, what do you think the underwriter is going to ask? What is that? Mm -hmm. What is that? All right. So, so Phil, I do have to interrupt and, and interject something here. So you just said something about the underwriter, but the underwriter doesn't get a hold of the file until when? So at what point would the underwriter see that debt? They'll, they'll see that debt two weeks probably prior to close. But if they're working with me, my staff and I, we see that well before the underwriter. Yes. And we're already asking those specific questions. But now that we found a debt, folks, of $200 a month because you're renting furniture. Right. We have to add that as a liability. Okay. All right. That would be considered a revolving liability. Okay. okay. It could be also a term liability. If you got, uh, you know, furniture, you have to pay it off in three years and yes. the interest rate is 15%. That would be considered a term, three-year term loan. So, like, for instance, I got a new air conditioner for my rental unit and yep. I'm paying on that. Monthly. Even if they Monthly. Yes. Yeah, so, yep. even if they're not on my credit bureau, if you saw... Hey, mm-hmm. where's this $200 going every month? I'm like, oh, well, that's the AC yeah. I bought for the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That counts. Okay. okay, fair enough. All right. How about the timeshare? Oh, yes. Oh. Good stuff. Timeshares. Mm-hmm. People, a lot of people buy timeshares. Mm-hmm. It becomes a liability. Mm. Yeah. Even though it's not listed on the credit report. Why some is, are. Why isn't it listed? Some are and some aren't. You've got timeshares where people take out timeshares overseas. Mm. They don't report. I need to look at mine. I would presume that mine did because technically I bought a property because I had to sign like a a thing. (laughs) What I'm trying to tell people is we look at everything on your bank statements. So when I start telling you, here's my debt, I need to maybe bring up some of those things and you'll tell me if I don't need it. Yes. Uh, a lot of people, though, don't say anything because here's what they don't think. It's not a liability. Do, okay. do you think it's not that on people the credit say, well, report. if it doesn't show, then it doesn't count? Oh, well, guess what? I'm sure there's probably people out there that think, okay, if I don't say anything, then my debt-to-income ratios are my debt-to-income ratios. Well, let's let's talk about defining what that term is that you just used there. So in case people don't really know what it is, what is the definition of debt-to-income? Debt to income is just a mathematical formula of where you take your total indebtedness divided by your total gross income. Okay, so the gross. Yes. Okay. So it's always based on gross income. Now, could it be based on net income? Sure. All right. You're drawing Social Security. There's really not a gross. Okay. But... Social Security can be grossed up, okay, and it can be grossed up 115% because your Social Security is paid based on a net. Now, Social Security is considered an asset. Okay. Okay, an income stream, Mm -hmm. all right? All right, but there's so many debts out there. How about a wage garnishment? Oh, that's, we see that. Where do you think we see that? Uh, On your bank statement? Where did that go? Where would we see that? Oh, your pay stubs. Pay stubs. stubs. Yeah, your pay stubs. You're right. Ah. That wage wage garnishments. Yeah. What sorts of things would be wage garnishments? 
Oh, a wage garnishment? Don't pay your federal taxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't pay enough. your state taxes. Don't pay your county taxes. Don't pay your child support. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. It's going to show up, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue talking about debts and the things that you might not have considered. And then we're going to talk about how to fix it. I also want to remind you, you can get those great guides, right, Mimi? Absolutely. Buyer and seller guides at your request, updated quarterly. All you have to do is text guides to 651-578-2218. Also want to encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651 641 Be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also here with my friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage, reminding you you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, MyTalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot. All right, Phil. You got all kinds of just happy things to talk about um, here before our, our one of our favorite holidays. So, folks, these aren't unhappy if you're working with me that's because right. I'm going to figure it out yeah. for you, I mean, you know, we and were, come up with a game plan for you on how we can make these debts go away, or there's still a way to use my puzzle skills to come up with a different product to help them. But still a mortgage. You know, here's what we were talking about during the break. Um, just, you know, we were just chatting about this, that, and the other thing. But really, you know, what a nightmare to be a, a buyer and you're two weeks from closing and your loan officer didn't figure this out, didn't know. Right. And it gets all the way to the underwriter. And the underwriter says, yeah, no, no, no deal. Um, nightmare. Right. And, you know, it doesn't happen with Phil. Uh, and I'm going to knock on wood here um, because he's experienced and he knows what he's doing. And, and you know, he's looking out. That's right. all I can say. All right. Let's talk about another debt that people might not know they have. The property. I get the phone call. My house is free and clear. Great. You don't have a mortgage, but you still have taxes, insurance, and the HOA fee. That is considered a liability. Where does that come into play? When people are trying to buy other properties. How about I own a piece of land? Okay, well, are there taxes on the land? Yes. That tax on the land, if we find out that you own land. Let's let's talk about the taxes on the land. Um, let's talk about... Um, the special break that people get if the land is being farmed, mm-hmm. green acres, those kinds of things. What if you, what if they tell you, yeah, I'm not going to farm it anymore. And how, you know, they need to, to take into account what the new tax rate's going to be. We go based off the current tax schedule. So whatever the county provides us with, what the title company will do a cert on, we go based on that taxation. Okay. So that would be considered a liability, which we have to hold against the consumer. All right. And, and folks, you can go in, meet with your loan officer and you can go, well, they, they won't find that. <laughs> oh yeah, we will. Okay. It's called a black Knight report. It's called, well, there's, there's like three different government reports that we pull that the government knows Every piece of property you've ever owned, and they provide us that, okay? And what's the point of that, having that information? 
the point is under Minnesota law and federal law, we are not to provide a mortgage to a consumer unless they have the ability, the ability to make the mortgage payment. I hear this one all the time. I've got a million dollars in the bank, Mm -hmm. but I only make a thousand dollars a month. You have to qualify on that thousand dollars a month unless we can figure out a program to use your million dollars in assets and convert that into a monthly income, which we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. you know, an asset depletion program. Right. But I, I get calls all the time. Well, I have all this money, but they don't make any money. Correct. And what would an example of, of some uh, somebody in that scenario be? A retired person, um, someone on a trust fund? Um, let's say the individual is only drawing Social Security. They're drawing $2,000 a month. They've got another 400000 in their banks, be it 401ks, but their financial advisor is telling them not to touch it for a specific period of time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then we have to qualify based on that 2000 Now, could we call the financial advisor and partner with the financial advisor and the client and go, okay, we need to start taking a distribution of $3,000 a month to okay. help this person qualify that only makes $1,000 a, thousand. $1, mm-hmm. a month. All right. I mean, it's, it's assets and liabilities. All right. Um, here's, here's another good one. All mortgages. There's some people that don't know they took out a loan. Yes. They got a loan. And they got a loan for their windows. Mm -hmm. Loan for their roof. Loan for their air conditioning. But I didn't get a loan. Okay. It's not on the credit report. Maybe it's not. Guess what? We pull title. And guess what? We see a second lien against the home. A, B, C. Roofing and remodeling. Roofing and remodeling. $30,000. That's a lien. Now Now that becomes a liability. Now that we know that. All but right. why wouldn't you know that? Like, I, I just got windows. I'm gonna tell why you wouldn't why? I think that? I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. Because there are times that people sign documents. Yes. And they don't know what they're signing. And the third party okay. hasn't explained it to them. Yeah. Am I right or wrong, Mimi? You're 100% right. Uh, the things that you see on title reports that you pull, um, I think you might be surprised. If you owe money on your windows, they may have already placed a lien on your property. Right. And but I've had I mean people is- say, there was no lien, and then we get title, and I go, yes, there's a lien, $30,000. What's your monthly payment? And oh, by the way, then now that it's not on credit, we now have to prove that they've made their payments on time well, the, biggest, the last six months. The biggest issue, too, is if you have a lien on your property that they you bought windows mm-hmm. and they put a lien on there, but that you've paid them off. Yeah. People, when you pay your vendors off, get a lien waiver. Yes. Get a lien waiver for your vendors and put that in a file. You need to make sure to be able to prove that. Yeah, you can prove it mm-hmm. by showing that you you know your your checks and things like that. But a lien waiver is the best way to go. All right. All right well, so we're going to go to the phones first because it's sure. similar on conversation uh, on topic. I think so. Uh, Diane, thanks for calling. We appreciate you being part of the show. Diane, what is your question for Mimi and Phil, please? 
Okay. Hi. And I love your show. And I listen to your show even when I don't have a house to care about. (laughs) Thank you. We love you, Diane. We love you. (laughs) But now I do have a house to care about. My parents, age 91 and 84, are selling their, well, are thinking about selling their homes. They live in a city that requires a sewer inspection, inflow, and inspection thing. They did have that done. It's going to cost like fourteen grand to fix. They have mm-hmm. a big long front yard, and they kind of need what cash they have in the bank right now. And I am just wondering. I understand it needs to be repaired before the house changes hands. So, is there any way to finagle this so they could not have to come up with the cash, but like? How about just do a small home equity loan? You know what, Diane? Take, um, or call me after the show. Yeah. We, I'd we, love to talk with you, but there, there, I see a multitude of ways of helping you. Yeah. The other thing that you could consider doing is when you're listing, you can make sure and put in the notes that the that repair to fall on the buyer. Um, so, you know, we'd love to talk to you about it, maybe specifically about your situation. Is that Okay. I think that would be great. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling. And uh, we know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because there are lots of times when you're like, well, we don't want to use up all of their funds up front. But you can either do it, you know, via adding it on. Because we talked about that before, some creative like financing options on Phil's side. Yep. Or, or maybe creative just go, ways of doing it within the contract. Right. Yep. So it's like, we know it'll happen, but you can get it done. So, yeah. yes. Thank you, okay. Diane. It's, a, it's an easy fix. Oh, great. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I'm glad we got to say it was an easy fix because that doesn't, we need to redo their entire sewer. It does not sound easy, but it's good to go. Oh we got that voice no. into the, right. So we're so yeah. glad that you called, you know, even Great though. Great question. Right. Because now we're like, I, no, that was an easy answer. And it probably didn't seem that way to you, Diane. Oh, no, it did not. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't met my father. No, uh, was not. God bless you. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. We, we t- I, I will follow up. Thank yes, you. Yes, please. All we would right. love to help you. Yeah, that's a that's a great question because that is a that's a whammies what mm-hmm. that is is when you find out that that has to be done and it's required by the city. I'm I'm starting to see a lot of that. Okay. I've Tell- seen I've seen more of that here in the last year, two years where and it's specifically properties most in Minneapolis and St. Paul mm-hmm. where the line to the house that goes to the street is either cracked, yeah, falling apart, it's plugged right. so bad that they can't. They're going to have to excavate it, it yeah. excavate it, and fix it. Yeah, but I am seeing that. Yeah, and and the reason that you're seeing it is because sewer scope inspections have really increased. Um, I'd say over the last five years, West St. Paul has an INI program, um, and then some other uh, cities have started to do that. But we're seeing more of the dis- the discovery because people are actually inspecting that. Right. Um, and then for those that aren't selling, and if you have that problem, I know that Ramsey County and Hennepin County, they do have grant money to help people with that specific issue. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we had an I&I show. Um, It's been a while now, um, but maybe we should do it again. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely important for people to know what their options are. And um, not to add another one, but you can do what's called a sleeve. And oh, yes, we talked about that. Yeah, really great technology for that. All right. Before we go to the break, Phil, uh, let's talk about one more debt that people might not know that they have. Well, they know they have this one. <laughs> All right. 
It's called alimony and child support. Do they know? They do. Were they sane and sober when they found that out? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. But sometimes they don't pay the the right amount of their child support alimony because they do a side deal. Okay. Yes. They do a side deal. I'll give you this. All right. Just send this on the paper, but don't worry about it. But guess what? So your child support is 800 a month. And you're mm-hmm. paying voluntarily, but you worked out a side deal with the ex. I'll pay you five hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Well, my child support—they've been paying for years at five hundred a month, right? Yes. We go by what the divorce decree says, and the only way to change the divorce decree is do an amended amendment. amendment to the divorce decree, which means people are going to spend more money, which they don't want to do. Right. So guess what? We very rarely ever see an amendment. Mm-hmm. So when you tell me it's 500, it's really 800. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back from the break, we're going to continue talking about these ugly debts. Yes. We'll also take your questions. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Thank you for joining us for the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group and from uh, Cross Country Mortgage. Also, Phil Olson reminding you, you still have time to call into today's show at 651-641-1071. Okay, folks. Before we go to the break, I want to just make sure everybody knows how to shop for properties over Thanksgiving. You can go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com and shop to your heart's content 24-7. Also, if you'd like more information, if you'd like a free market analysis, if you're looking for information about your specific house, you can email Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. And always, you can call 651-578-2218. Keyword here at my talk is red hot, and you can uh, ask any question that you want all, all the time. Absolutely. And our podcast. Huh, you can go. You can also get that if you go to mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword red hot. All right, Phil. What's another good debt that we got? Well, this is all over the news right now. Student loan repayment. A lot of student loans over the last two years on the credit report has been showing them at zero. That's changing happened as of October 31st. It was supposed to change. So for those that have deferred student loans, how do we calculate now in a mortgage what their payment is? Well, it really comes down to a couple different ways. One is, are you on an income-based repayment program? Now, the credit report could tell, could state that the payment is $100 a month. But if you've got an income-based repayment program and you can prove from the student loan company that the payment is only $25 a month, we would only use $25 a month. Do you have an accelerated student loan payment? What's the difference? Difference is, is the minimum payment was 50 and you're paying 200 a month. Okay. What do we have to go off of? 200 a month. Why would it be accelerated? Maybe the consumer has decided they want to accelerate it. Can they decelerate it if they want to? Yeah, well, then there's another one. It's called high to low. All right. You pay more money in the very beginning, and then it gets it steps down until it's paid off. All right. Um, should you consolidate a student loan debt? 
really depends. What's your interest rate? What's the term of the repayback? Now, guess what? If you can half get a lower interest rate, reduce it significantly, and accelerate the term, well, guess what? You'll get that paid off sooner with less interest. But guess what? Your payment would remain the same in that scenario. But let's say we have somebody that's a doctor, and they've got a million dollars in student loan debt, 500000 That's where we use the doctor program. Okay. Oh, we haven't talked about that in a bit. And with the doctor program, dependent on where you're working and what your benefits are, we may not even have to count the student loan debt. All right. That's a that's a program we should talk about in the future. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but why is that that program different from regular people? Because people that become doctors, they understand that they're going to accumulate a significant amount of debt. Student loan debt. Student loan debt. And as a starting doctor, yes, maybe you're making a hundred thousand, maybe you're making a hundred and fifty thousand. But when you hit somebody with 500000 in student loan debt right, and you hit them for a half a percent, well, that's what? Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. All right, Phil. So question came to mind is uh, parents that are co-signing for folks with student loan debt. Mm-hmm. And let's say that the parent wants to be the one that buys the house and they forgot that, that, that they co-signed for their kid. Very They're good. making their own payments. Good. How do you how do you reconcile? No different that? than we talk about the car twelve mm-hmm. months. The twelve month rule comes into play if we can prove that your daughter son has been making those payments consistently over the last twelve months. We don't have to count the debt, but if son makes a boo boo and doesn't make a payment and misses a payment, that clock starts over all over start, again. That twelve month starts all over again. Phil, I mean, I know you see a lot of of financial scenarios, just thousands of them. Um, And so how often do you see issues where a parent cosigns for this, that, or the other thing that causes them a problem for themselves? Hmm. I hate to tell you, probably 35, 40% of the time. And why most of the time do you, what are the issues that you see with that? I see missed payments. I see parents that that they assume that the payments are being made. Keep in mind, the statements are going to the son in Virginia, and they live here in Minnesota, so they don't see it mm-hmm. until they get that bad little notice that, oh, my gosh, my account is being charged off. I'm being sued. Right. You know, a lien is being placed against me. Um, if you're ever going to co-sign something, folks, You need to be involved with that specific debt. You need to monitor that debt like it's your debt. Right. Should you not do that? I'm sorry. If something bad happens, um, you're responsible. It happens across the board. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, off topic a little bit, but still really relevant. You're getting ready to have a big meal with your, your family. Yes. Is a chance that somebody's going to talk to you about needing this, that, the and financing. the other thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. What, yeah. If you're going to do, uh, you know, 
loans, co-signing, that kind of thing. It really needs to be spelled out in writing, no matter who it is, no matter what your relationship, no matter if it's your next of kin, it needs to be in writing so that you can at least have some protection. And like Phil said, you need to have visibility into finding that out. You Mm -hmm. draft a contract. Now that increases the responsibility level. Okay. Yes. When you draft up a contract, you want to cover everything. So that way you don't have the argument. And I've heard of people giving money, and now they never talk right. ever again, mm-hmm. ever again. So, yes, Mimi, great suggestion to draft up a contract. I would also ask the following question. If I'm going to borrow you $1,000, do you have the capacity? Do you have the capacity to pay me back? Okay. Now, guess what? If they don't have the capacity to pay you back, then you if you're going to lend them a thousand, you better just say to yourself, "I promise, it's a gift. <laughs> yeah. I may not ever see it again." Yes, if it's something like that, because I've done that where I'm like, I expect them to pay me back, or I've done it and they say they're going to pay me back, but I only did the amount where I knew if I never got it back, it wasn't going to be mad. But then you're still <laughs> miffed. It don't matter, you know, if if you get it back or not, you're still going to be annoyed. Right. All right, folks, we appreciate you, my talk listeners. We are very grateful for you as we head into our Thanksgiving holiday. We want you to reach out to us for all mortgage and real estate needs. If you know someone's buying, somebody wants to sell, we want to be able to help you. Reach out to us through the station here, keyword red hot, or you can reach out to us uh, through the various ways that we've already described in this program. I also want to say thank you to everybody that's emailed us right now through mytalk1071.com using that keyword red hot. We'll make sure that it gets to Phil and Mimi. And Phil, remind them one more time. You can reach me at 651-238-6748, Phil Olson, Cross Country Mortgage, and happy gobble gobble. Yes, we'll see you again soon. Again, mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot.